Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. That is the sound of rock cracking. And once again, you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And yes, rocks have been splitting, but I told you last week I was going to go further down, down under, even further than Australia, uh, the last big land mass before you get to Antarctica. I did make it there to New Zealand. And why did I go to New Zealand? Remember this? We talked about it a few weeks ago and i told you i'd be going to new zealand because of this so take a listen to prime minister of new zealand who said that her goal is to make new zealand the place where it's the best place in the world for a child to grow up and i will tell her girlfriend you are so on because the united states of america is going to be the best place in the world for a child to grow up well, that was uh, Mary Ann Williamson. Now, who is she? Well, she is one of the many candidates running for the Democratic nomination. And now, as lately, she said that it seems like some people in the Democratic Party are out to get her because she's not your typical politician. And she's struggling to try to get on the third debate stage. But she's done very well the first two debates when people didn't know who she was. And they said, who is this lady? But they asked her what would be the first thing she did would do if she became president and that's what she just you heard her say she would call the prime minister of new zealand and say girl or i think she said girlfriend uh let me tell you that uh the best place in the world for a child to grow up will not be new zealand it'll be the united states because jacinda ardern uh, she is the prime minister of new zealand and she had said that she wanted to make new zealand the best place in the world for a child to grow up so, hey, why, why not go to New Zealand and check that out? I never had been to New Zealand, and uh, I went there with a couple of my sons, and they also had some alternative things they wanted to do, like check out where they filmed The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and they filmed a lot of movies down in New Zealand. But so uh, I went down there to check and see for you and ask them people, what do you think about Donald Trump? And is it? The New Zealand going to be a better place to grow up than the United States? I, I don't know. We're, we're going to uh, tell you about what we found out when we asked about uh, President Trump, what people think about President Trump, and what people think about Jacinda Ardern. Uh, gee, I never had heard of her name. I didn't know who the Prime Minister of New Zealand was, but she has a phenomenal story. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. And before we get started on our New Zealand exposition, exhibition, and uh, trip, before I get into that, let me just remind you, you are listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. This is a special show because we went down to New Zealand to talk to people around the country. And we have got a lot of good comments coming up for you that uh that i was some i was surprised to hear some i sort of expected i didn't know what to 
really expect and and uh so i got a lot to share with you in just a little bit before we do that let me just take a little time to talk about what's going on in the democratic race for the nomination for president of the united states every the gaff master himself joe biden former vice president who makes a lot of gaffes continues to make the gaffes but he's not really getting hurt in the poll numbers uh he had come down some after the first debate and uh it looked like kamala harris was really uh digging in and then all of a sudden her poll numbers just sank so it's not maneuvered a lot except for the surprise upswing is for uh the, the who uh president trump would call pocahontas but uh, that's right we had elizabeth warren who has come up in an upswing but her and bernie sanders are really competing for the same progressive socialist left wingers of the democratic party and joe biden is still staying ahead in the polls but he keeps making gaffes and it is a little bit crazy could it be crazy enough for Mary Ann Williamson to just clean the plate like Donald Trump did to the Republican uh, 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 aspiring uh, candidates for president back in 2015 and 16? Well, Mary Ann Williamson, and we're not here to promote her candidacy, but I did take this time to use her quote that she what she would say the first thing she would do if she became president. And it helped me learn more about New Zealand when she said the first thing she would do was call the Prime Minister of New Zealand and tell him that the United States was the best place for a child to grow up. So we got a lot of good things to talk about. And uh, I just the before I leave this talk about the Democratic nomination, I have to tell you, we are in August, almost Labor Day, just uh, about... Once we get into September, you're getting about three months away to our caucuses. There is a lot of maneuvering, a lot of fundraising, a lot going on, and yet we're not seeing dramatic moves within the Democratic uh, Party uh, poll numbers for President of the United States. And there is this little bit of uh, nagging internal uh whatever you want to call it uh, an internal conscience that's in the democratic party saying just what are we doing are we going to get joe biden and he is he going to play another hillary clinton out against donald trump or if you can overpower joe and get uh get bernie sanders crazy bernie as they say a full-out socialist is that what the democratic party wants or is it elizabeth warren I think the reason Elizabeth Warren has come up in the polls is because she meets a lot of the criteria of what the Democratic Party's looking for. And yet, the same way that she's had to do some apology, because how would she ever become uh, such a professor at Harvard if she had not abused the privilege of being called a Native American? And even though she's apologized that for it, uh, was that some privilege that she abused to get into positions of uh power and and uh, in the professorship in harvard i that's for people and uh, citizens and american voters to decide especially those in the democratic party during this time if they make her the nominee there'll be a lot more people uh trying to decide if uh what she did was the right thing to do now 
as we look at all the Democratic candidates. I picked out Mary Ann Williamson just because of what she said about a child growing up. Uh, and you say, well, you didn't, maybe you didn't catch it first time. Here, let me play it one more time, and then we're going to jump right in here. And I'm going to tell you some things you never heard before because I hadn't heard them before. I had to go to New Zealand to find out. So uh, get ready. The is to Prime Minister of New Zealand, who said that her goal is to make New Zealand the place where it's the best place in the world for a child to grow up. And I will tell her girlfriend you are so on, because the United States of America is going Thanks. to be the best place in the world for a child to grow up. And that was Marianne Williamson saying, girlfriend, it's going to be the United States of America. Well, now, if you listen to last week's show, I just got back from uh, the trip from New Zealand. I said there's one thing about children and, and New Zealand. And do you remember what that was? If you don't remember, go back and listen to the show. No, I'll go ahead and tell you. One thing that I did say last week about children in New Zealand, they have some fantastic playgrounds. They got playgrounds that are actually fun. I mean, some long, tall slides, and they got some little zip lines and playgrounds. They got um, different playground equipment that we just can't have in the United States because of lawyers, of uh uh, because of the insurance that uh, playgrounds have to have, the whoever puts the playground up, city or school, parks, that uh, uh, churches or whatever, you gotta have insurance to, on these playgrounds now, so you don't get <laughs> to have quite as much fun. And I took some pictures of playgrounds, and uh, if you look on our Facebook page, I'll have a couple of pictures to go along with this show uh just go to our facebook page dr ed holiday's rock splitting politics if you haven't liked that page go ahead and like it but i'm gonna put some pictures of some of the playgrounds because uh it's just all over they had some unique playgrounds they're all different had different uh type of uh, play equipment they had the you know what we have around here but they had more they had taller slides more fun slides they had like i said a zip line uh, in the playground, and you just can't put those up in the United States uh, on um, regular playgrounds because of the uh, liability. So I'll have to give it to New Zealand right off the bat. Boy, they got some great playgrounds. They had one as a treehouse. I mean, and it's eight feet off the ground. Uh, and, you know, it, it it looked like a lot of fun, but you, you, just, you just don't see those in the United States because of the liability. So... <laughs> I'm telling you, if you got kids, take them to New Zealand. They're going to have some fun. You may have to catch them falling out of a treehouse or <laughs> watch them coming down those long slides. But uh, they <laughs> they do have some fun playgrounds. So I'm going to give it to New Zealand. Yes, they have some fun playgrounds. And may not be as safe as the U.S., but <laughs> they, they can have a good time. They, I think the New Zealanders and what they do, you know, that's where they invented the sport or fun of bungee jumping around Queenstown. Now, I didn't make it to where they invented I didn't make it to Queenstown. But they had bungee jumping across the different places in New Zealand. No, I, Doc Holliday did not bungee jump. I'm not going to bungee jump. But I uh, saw some places where they used to bungee jump. And I, and uh, no, that's that's not something I'm going to do. So i just tell you that right now. But the New Zealand people, wonderful people, uh, always felt safe 
And I always was a little concerned because I was having to drive on the left-hand side of the road. I never had done that before. Just like they do in Britain and most of you British, what used to be British colonies, you drive on the left-hand side of the road. So that was a little learning curve. My sons would go, Dad, you're getting pretty close on the left side over here. And I said, well, but the center line's over here and there's big trucks and I don't want to hit a truck head on. But we we made it around a lot of little mountain curves and made it on they had some uh, four-lane, don't have an interstate, but they do have some four-lane. They're working on it. Of course, they had to get had to stay between the orange uh, on the road. We were doing work on the roads with all the orange cones, and that was a little, uh, that was uh, my induction of driving on the left-hand side of the road and trying to stay within the cones <laughs> when it's pouring down rain in New Zealand. It is wintertime there right now. It's summer for us, but you know, on the other side of the world on the southern hemisphere it's uh it's winter time so uh we ran into some snow and ice up in the mountains uh, but all the coastal cities were you know it was rainy and cool but not not uh not like uh you would think being the next landmass to antarctica it might be frozen like uh, uh canada or alaska in the winter time but no it wasn't it was actually real pleasant uh now what did people say about Donald Trump? I went and uh, we went out in the country places, small towns, went out in the city, spent four days at uh, Wellington, which is the capital of New Zealand. Now, for those who don't know, and most of you don't because I didn't know, but I got out and out there is two basic islands. There's the Northern Island and the Southern Island. And we stayed uh, on the Northern Island. As you go further south, it gets colder and ice, and we, we were looking at some other than uh, just doing the political part, uh, my sons wanted to see where they filmed the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit, the Hobbit movies in different parts of the country. So we did, and we, we had a good time doing that. But I did get to talk to people, and I will say in Wellington, <laughs> I ran in, a, there, there were some older citizens uh, from a, a, a senior home, and they were having a little picnic, so it was a good time to just sit down with them and and ask them what they thought about Donald Trump. And one of the things most people said when I asked them what you know when they knew I was from America and asked them about Donald Trump, the first thing they would say was, "Tell me what you think about Donald Trump." <laughs> before they said anything, before they committed, they wanted to know what I thought about Donald Trump and. Uh, I did have to force them, go ahead and tell me. It won't hurt my feelings one way or the other. I just want to know what you think. And one of these ladies, and she's probably in her 70s, she said, I will never forgive Donald Trump for stepping in front of the queen. Somebody should have gave him protocol. I know they did. And he stepped right in front of the queen, and he could have tripped her. And I will never forgive Donald Trump for stepping in front of the queen. Well, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I told you there were some, and there was a gentleman there that, uh, again, with the uh, senior citizens in his 70s, and he was saying, well, he's a bit obnoxious, and he he has too much confidence, and he's a braggart. That, those, are, those are his first feelings. And you understand that, Everything they hear about Donald Trump comes through the uh, liberal media that comes over, and it's uh, again this thing about the Queen. Uh, the the lady said, you know, they showed on the news over and over, and she said, you know, that was her first impression of Donald Trump when he became president. It was his trip to England 
and and she said i can't get it out of my mind he just he just almost tripped our our queen and of course new zealand talks about the queen of england is what she's talking about the queen of england and they still look at her as the uh monarch i guess um <laughs> the uh, there was a, one gentleman said, I do think Trump is, uh, and again, the senior citizen said, I do think Trump really appeals to a lot of people. He wouldn't appeal to people in New Zealand, I don't think. He said, he's just, he's too boastful for me. And he uses, he divides people. And again, that's, that's, I just wanted honest opinions. And there was a lady that was, uh, uh eating, eating as she was talking and she said, that Donald Trump is your president, but you have all this violence and guns, and he's promoting it. And I said, well, now, how do you say he promotes it? I said, well, he's not doing anything about it. He said, you know, she said, we don't have this violence over here. Over in the United States, they're shooting everybody every, every day. They're having gun violence, and he won't do anything about it. I said, that's that's not being presidential and i had to tell her you know not everything of course everything you see on the news is going to be the the crime and the the violence of a country of uh, 300 and what 30 million people and so that that's something new zealand they they don't have the big populations like we do but i will say they you know everywhere i went i never felt unsafe in in the cities uh or the countryside. But uh, I do have some more to tell you about uh, Donald Trump and some reactions. I did uh, sit down in front of the parliament building and the seat of government and the Capitol, and, I, and then I went out in the country and I saw something that I, I really didn't expect. I had to just stop the car and take a picture. I'm going to talk about that in the second half of the show. Let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you, new listeners. This is a special show. We don't do one like this very often. But this is a, a trip to New Zealand and to find out a little bit more what the people of New Zealand think about President Trump. And I will say this. Uh, now, the, the ladies I was talking to in this group of senior citizens, uh, and I and ask him about what he, you know, the prime minister said that it's the best place for a child to grow up and uh, she wanted to be in New Zealand. They said, well, actually, we don't know much about our prime minister. You see, and a little bit of background on Jacinda Ardern. She she uh, was young and, and got like deputy uh, uh, leader in the Labor Party of uh, in the spring, and then by the summer they made her the Labor leader. And by I think a couple months later, she became because of the Jocelyn. So you don't run for it's sort of like England, where you're not running for prime minister to be voted on by the people. It's the parliament that promotes someone to prime minister. And the way the different parties were in New Zealand, she ascended to the prime minister's post uh, very quickly. And so the ladies were telling me, no, we don't know a whole lot about our, our prime minister ourselves. Won't you tell us what you know about her? <laughs> and I tell her, I'm, I'm coming here to learn. But so the people there are really learning a lot about the prime minister themselves. And uh, that, that was uh, entertaining me to think they're asking me about their prime minister 
and and I just you know I told him I'm I'm here to try to learn more about her myself. Now, President Trump, I went to a place called P.O.P.O. P.O.P.O. P.I.O. P.I.O. In a lot of places you see in New Zealand, they'll have a, a spelling of a city or name, and there's Mata Mata, and that's where Hobbiton, Hobbiton is, where they have all uh, uh, out from the little rural city. They're in a farmland. They have where they uh, had created uh, all the hobbits, the hobbit houses for the movie The Hobbit, and it, they're still existing. You can go on a tour, and we did. But uh, it's in a town called Mata Mata. And so I was going, we were going to see something in Pio Pio and a little little town. And that's where I saw something I wasn't expecting. We were driving along, uh, again, on the left-hand side of the road through some hills and valleys and came around and looked up on one hill. And there it was. There was a New, Ze- a New Zealand flag. And then almost side by side, there was an American flag. And then there was a big sign, Trump 2020. And it said, keep America great. <laughs> right in the middle of a country, a uh, small uh, country uh, pasture land, sheep, sheep pasture. There it was, rising up for everybody on the, city, on, on the road to pass by and see it. So I thought, wow, what in the world was that doing right in the middle of New Zealand? So I got a picture of it, and you can go to the Facebook page and see that. And uh, so that there are some Trump fans in New Zealand. Know that, because you could uh, see that. I did not get to meet who put that up there. I tried to hang out there a little bit and see if uh, anybody come by, but I don't know who put it up. But it it was unexpected, and but it was right there near P.O.P.O. in New Zealand. And if you haven't heard, that just reminded me of a joke from uh, that goes is going around now. It says, you know, the question is, why doesn't Donald Trump wear glasses? And the answer is, because he sees twenty twenty. Okay, the 2020 election is coming up. Donald Trump's not wearing glasses, but he sees what's ahead. And, and of course, the, the mainstream media, everybody's been out to just uh, beat him to death with all kind of outrageous things. And we know he's uh, fighting back. He's a fighter. And we've talked about that. Now, what do the people... Uh, in uh, Wellington say well I went to the parliament building now I didn't get to go in didn't speak to anybody from parliament but I did uh, sit down and talk to some of the uh, locals there uh, on a park bench uh, in front of the parliament building and they got they got two or three buildings there one of them's like a beehive I think it's called a beehive and again I'll, I'll have some pictures there on my Facebook page that you can take a look at some of these, but it, everything's nice, clean. Very, I was very impressed with their uh, parliament and uh, the buildings there. Where, and like I said, Wellington is the capital. But uh, again, this is where just about everybody I talked to was. Uh, again, he's he he is very cocky. He's talking about President Trump, they said he seems to be very cocky. He says you can't believe anything he says. Again, that's. <laughs> where uh, their information is coming from the uh, mainstream media. That, that's all they get there in New Zealand. So they're seeing everything through a, a prism 
like the lens that the mainstream media wants them to see. But, you know, people are smart, and they can read through a lot of uh, uh, junk. And and there's one guy i uh, talked to. Now, he is uh, from Vietnam. He'd been in Wellington uh, many years, had a farm. Want me to go show me his farm where he lived right outside of Wellington. And uh, I, we didn't have time. But uh, he, he was an immigrant. And he said, look, I understand President Trump. And this is what he told me. Because, again, he's seen this from the the media, uh, what what he gets from the media. But he said, putting America first, said, I understand that. He said, I see all the homeless people in America. And why would you want people coming in in your country, illegal uh, immigrants pouring in and then you can't even have enough jobs for all the homeless people. I I didn't want to tell him a lot of the homeless people there's some, everything from mental problems to people want to uh, uh, not want to work. And there's jobs out there. Like I said, there's the first time in American history in my lifetime. I remember there's more jobs available than there are workers to fill those jobs. So, but he he did point out that uh, he understands why Trump wants to put America first. And the American people ought to be first before illegal immigrants. It makes common sense for uh, an, an immigrant from Vietnam to New Zealand. It makes sense to him. And there's uh, one of the uh, young ladies uh, I talked to, and she was, uh, again, more in the country, uh, one of the smaller cities. And she was just saying, uh, why doesn't Donald Trump want to keep a... He says, make America great again. He said, you know, but how can he do that? It being so mean and so mean to the people. He said, he just seems to be so mean. So uh, got a lot of different responses. Uh, and I could go through and tell you a bunch more. But that gives you an overall view of the different people from the city to uh, to uh, the uh, the countryside. And we know there's some Trump fans because, like I said, I saw, <laughs> saw the signs and the uh, flag up there but i will say this as uh, we end up this show that the trip to new zealand was well worth it uh and, and took my two sons and uh they they wanted to like i said see they they're older teenagers and they wanted to see where they'd film that so yeah we we had a great trip new zealand's a wonderful place to go to they're called kiwis there because there's a little bird animal can't fly but it's called a kiwi and it's the only place i think they are right there in new zealand so that's why they're called the kiwis and there's a whole lot we could tell you about new zealand you can look on that but i wanted to let you know how the media has influenced the world in seeing Donald Trump as uh, obnoxious, <laughs> like the uh, bull in a, a China uh, store, and and they, but a lot of them will also be able to know that the media is trying to paint a picture that's not all true, and the same thing what people think about America, they see the movies, the TV shows, and the news and the violence, and it's so different from. Uh, what many people experience every day. So I want to say this as summing up the show. Donald Trump is on the world stage. There are some things I wish he would do better when it comes to Twitter and the way he makes accusations 
And yet I understand him because for years, for decades, for my lifetime, any Republican who the media jumped on, they would cower in a corner and beg for mercy and say, oh, we didn't mean it. And the media would just uh, just know that they had them under their thumb. And Donald Trump fights back. There's something about that that I think around the world people understand and appreciate that you got a president being attacked and he fights back. Um, what does that mean? What does it mean for 2020? Well, it means we're going to keep watching everything. You keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and we're going to bring you some shows and news and things that you don't hear anywhere else, but right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. So next week, we're going to be splitting some more rocks when it comes to politics, tell you what's going on. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little uh, special about New Zealand. And Marianne Williams. Marianne Williamson, I hope you get in that third debate for the Democrats. I hope that uh, you get to get your message out. And I hope you, uh, maybe not as President of the United States, but I hope you pick up the phone and talk to New Zealand's Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, and maybe see if you can get some of those playgrounds here to America. That would be a... (laughs) That that would that would be a a big help to some of our children to have some big old slides to slide down like to do in New Zealand. Hey, glad you're listening to us. Hope you've had some fun. I've enjoyed telling you what some of the experiences of people had to say about President Trump down in New Zealand. And as uh, this this uh, presidential contest continues, we may bring up some more things that we've learned. But uh, do go to a Facebook page and you see some pictures of. Uh, what I got to see down in New Zealand on the trip. So check us out on Facebook, Dr. Ed Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Just punch that in, find that on Facebook. And if you don't like, haven't liked us, like us. And uh, so you'll see our posts when we put them out. Hey, God bless you. And next week, we'll do some more Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. See you then. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.